And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today is Ellen Selitsky. Hi, Dan. How are you doing today? Good. And also Oksana Nelson. Hello. And also on the phone line with us is Sue Croston. Hi, Dan. Well, ladies, it's nice having you here in the studio, and uh, today's program deals with missions. Now, our listeners might be wondering who our guests are, and uh, this is the first time that you've been on the air with us here at A Plain Answer. So uh, before I introduce you, I want to uh, review some of the scripture, the Sermon on the Mount, which says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, uh, this Sermon on the Mount talks about us being light, and that's where it ties into our guests today. Uh, Ellen Seletsky, you are the Northeast Region Manager for Operation Christmas Child. There, I gave it away. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can tell us really briefly, uh, what is your mission uh, mm-hmm. with that uh, organization? Well, our mission is the uh, Great Commission. Um, and also, too, for Operation Christmas Child, we're a project of Samaritan's Purse. And we invite uh, everyone to pack a shoebox gift for children around the world. Any shoebox, empty shoebox, and fill it with fun things for children. And uh, we will send that around the world to needy children to bring them hope at the hope of Jesus Christ, the Savior. Mm. Now, uh, on the phone line is Sue Croston. And, Sue, you're, what, the local representative? Yes, I am, Dan. I'm actually a year-round volunteer serving as the area coordinator for Orange County, New York. And, uh, Oksana, it's a pleasure to have you here. You were formerly uh, living in Russia, as I understand. Yes, yes. Thank you for having us. I was an orphan in Russia when this uh, project impacted me. That's amazing. So we look forward to hearing your story just a little bit later here uh, in the program. Now, Sue, you have a uh, lot of activities coming up from now uh, through, whatever, November, I believe. Maybe you could uh, help us understand what's coming up, just to wet our whistle, as it were. Okay, sure. Um, well, basically, just to start with, um, my job as area coordinator is to build lead and support a team of local year-round volunteers in several different areas, um, such as church relations, community relations, media relations, collection logistics, and most importantly, prayer. Prayer is Mm. the heart of everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And um, I've also been the project leader at my church for about six years. So um, from there, I can tell you that our church, which is uh, Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern, New York, we're going to be having our first annual packing party this year, and it's going to be taking place on Saturday, October 27th, from 1 to 3 p.m. Um, I'm very excited about it. We've never done it at our church before. We're a fairly small church. Usually we pack approximately 55 boxes on average, and this year I've set a goal of 75 boxes 
church-wide mm-hmm. for us. Um, it's about a 20% increase, which is actually a little bit more than our national and international goals for Operation Christmas Child. Um, we have, uh, we're going to have a, an assembly line set up where people can put things in boxes. Uh, we'll have some Christmas music playing. I'll have a video about Operation Christmas Child um, playing as well. Uh, we're going to have a letter-writing station, and I'm hoping to have uh, somebody taking photographs that we can print on the spot that we can put in the boxes that we will be sending. I like that. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I hope it all works smoothly. Yeah. Um, we, we began collecting items during VBS this year, so we, we had a nice little start. And um, as the season progressed, I came up with the idea of setting up uh, little gift request index cards that we placed out in uh, the hallway outside the sanctuary. And um, we're hoping that church members will take those index cards home with them and then purchase the items that are on those index cards, which are very basic necessities, um, essentially, things like crayons, colored pencils, toothpaste, toothbrushes, washcloths, toy cars, um, stuffed animals, candy, things of that nature. And um, the way I set it up was that each index card, if you shop wisely at a discount store or a dollar store and things of those um, types, you can get these items for under $7, the mm-hmm. way that I've set it up. So um, we're really hoping that we'll be able to reach that goal of 75 boxes, and um, we're also accepting monetary donations as well to help with the shipping, because it does cost money to get these boxes around the world. Yes. Um, it's an average of about $7 per box. We're starting small in our church, but praying big. <laughs> That's a way to do it. Now, uh, in the studio here, I've already said, is Oksana Nelson, uh, formerly a resident in Russia. And what we want to do is, after the break, let Oksana talk for a while and explain Uh, what she experienced uh, as a person who actually received one of these gifts. And uh, before we do that, um, Ellen, you're the Northeast Region Manager for Operation Christmas Child. A quick question I had was, how long has uh, this effort been going on? Yes, uh, the project started in 1993, and that year... uh, 28,000 shoeboxes were collected. Now, last year, we collected 8.6 million. So in 20 years, we've had quite a growth. And that's because Mm. of listeners uh, like are on the air today listening to this uh, program. They've all decided to pack a shoebox, one or two or three or more. And along with their church, um, they're sending them around the world with Operation Christmas Child. That's beautiful. Well, what we'll do is we'll take a short break. When we come back... Oksana will uh, share with us her experience of receiving an Operation Christmas Child shoebox and how the Lord used that in her life. Stay with us. We'll be right back. In any split second of a moment of time In the blink that is one single day The sum of the sorrow that wraps round the world could catch every soul up 
and sweep them away. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. As vast as the ocean, as deep as the sea, swept up in one toxic tide by warm salty waves, the world weaves its woe. So how could it be that my own eyes are dry? So open my eyes and open my heart and grant me the gift of your grieving and awaken in me the compassion to weep just one of the tears of the world. And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. Today we're talking about missions. In the studio with me is Ellen Seletsky, Oksana Nelson, and on the phone line, Sue Croston. Now, uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about Operation Christmas Child and how long it's been around, how it works. Now we want to hear an actual story from the field. Oksana, I'm wondering if you would please share with us uh, your story regarding receiving a shoebox. Absolutely. You know, just packing these boxes means so much. I know it did to me. Uh, I was born in Russia, and when I was seven or eight years old, I ended up in an orphanage. Just a Mm. real tough life. We... uh, just everything I went through with my parents was difficult, and then finally in an orphanage, but there was nothing exciting there either. We shared everything, clothes, bedroom, um, everything up to a toothbrush. Yes, literally Even a, toothbrush. a toothbrush. Yes. So there were about 20 or 30 of us, and we would all share that toothbrush. And so... I hardly ever remember brushing my teeth, but Mm. it's just no one wants to brush their teeth with one toothbrush. And so I just remember not not wanting, not desiring, um, and no one ever took the time to teach us hygiene. No one ever took that time Mm. out to show us anything. I mean, there were so many orphans. We were one among so many that it was just nearly impossible. Now, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, uh, we were born in America. We have so many blessings here. Uh, it's almost hard to imagine uh, having so little and yet um, trying to survive. Yes. 
It's, it's sometimes sometimes I fall into it. Sometimes I forget yeah. how blessed and fortunate I am. But mm. we just you when whenever I was living there, you have a whole different mentality. You don't know anything else in life. Mm. That's all you know. That's all that's there for you every single day. And it's not good. It's no. not good for those kids at all. It's just not a way to raise them. Underneath all that, I mean, we could sit and talk about a toothbrush all day long and how awful that is. But there is a much bigger problem. And at the orphanage. The major issue was the mentality and that you are brainwashed into thinking you will have one future in life. When you're 16, you're aged out. Um, and this means that you can no longer live at the orphanage and girls mm-hmm. turn to prostitution and guys turn to drugs to survive. And the reason for that is we're told that we were not supposed to be born. We were mistakes. We were burdens. And so we became orphans. And orphans oh, dear. are at the bottom of society. Orphans don't amount to anything in life. And so that is the future of the orphan. That is the life of the orphan. Mm-hmm. Definitely not anything exciting for anyone to look up to. And just the fact that there is, you wake up every morning without any hope, without any fulfillment, without any desire to live. Mm. It's it's sad. It's so sad and heartbreaking to know yes. that we are all God's, I know now we're all God's creation and you just, you forget that and you don't know that. So. Yeah. Now, um, The day finally came along where you received a gift, and it's tied to this Operation Christmas Child. Help us uh, imagine what Mm -hmm. it felt like, what you went through uh, there. So I I just explained what every day looks like, uh, but one day was so spectacular, and even though it was great and it was cold and it was snowing, uh, despite all that, we were so excited for mm. the first time we had some missionaries come, and these missionaries they were just incredible people. They came and they played games with us. They taught us songs. They shared about Jesus with us, and that was the first time I had ever heard of Jesus. It was the the first time it ever was real. It was the first time that something made sense. I didn't understand it, but it made sense, and it was what I was looking for, but I'm not sure what I was looking for. It was mm-hmm. also confusing. You know, it was just, it was neat. It was this puzzle that I was trying to solve, why they right. were there, why they acted the way that they did, and they just shared themselves with us. I'll never forget one lady. Uh, this is before, even before we received the gifts, she gave me the ultimate gift. I mean, she gave me the gift of love. This lady just sat down and embraced me and put me in her lap and she rocked me back and forth. I had, I was nine years old. I had never been hugged before. I had never been told that I was loved. I had never been given affection of any kind before. Mm -hmm. And so this lady just completely embraced me and it was so, so special to get that kind of love. But the moment came when we did get the gift, and <laughs> I did not understand what it was about. I sound like a lost kid, a confused kid, but I don't understand this. I had never seen it, let mm-hmm. alone uh, received it. I've never received a gift before, and they told me that it was all for me. This entire gift was for me. And it was a, it was a shoebox. Yes. 
Yes, I yes. received a, sh- a shoe box. I mean, you can pack any box you want. Yeah. Uh, mine was a clear box with a white lid. Mm-hmm. And I remember taking it off. And in that shoe box, uh, it was packed. There were dominoes in there. <laughs> there were socks in there that I could have to myself. And no one else had ever used them before. There was candy in there. And guess what was in there, Dan? I'm thinking maybe the scriptures. Yes. Well, that came later. But I was so excited to go and do this in the bathroom. Yes. (laughs) I finally got my own toothbrush and my own tube of toothpaste. And it was just, I got my own toothbrush. That's all I could keep thinking. It was so exciting to get that. Um, After the fun that I had unpacking my box, I went back to the original item in the box. And it was a picture of the original item I pulled out of the box. Yes. It was a picture of the kids that sent it. And I wanted a family more than anything. In this picture, I didn't think I'd ever get one. Mm. And this picture was the closest that I could possibly get to a family. I just hung on to that picture in hopes of maybe one day I could have a family with um, just such loving kids mm. like those, too. Well, that's beautiful. Today we're talking about uh, a missions opportunity here at Redeemer Broadcasting on A Plain Answer. And in particular, we're talking about Operation Christmas Child. And uh, we're hearing the story of someone who actually was on the receiving end of one of these shoe boxes that was lovingly packed up, and in this case, sent to Russia. Now, uh, let's continue the story. Um, after about age 9 or 10, then you moved. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, I'm obviously not in Russia right now. So um, <laughs> I started praying for a family because the missionaries taught us how to pray right before they left. And it was the most valuable lesson anyone ever taught me. And I started putting that hope into my prayers and into God. And even though... I prayed. I also realized I may not ever get a family. And so Mm. I prayed for a one-way ticket to the United States uh, where I could live where the kindest, most loving, most compassionate people I ever met were from. But God, being so amazing and going above and beyond anything we can possibly think, dream, plan, or imagine, he just he tugged on a couple in the United States and led them to a picture of a 10-year-old orphan girl at an adoption agency. Hmm. They did not want to adopt. They did not have the money. They did not have the means. It was just that they weren't, it wasn't anything that they thought. But God gave them one clear answer, and they followed through. And Hmm. I'm so glad that they did because they just, amazing people who decided to say yes is something that mm-hmm. I thought would never, ever happen. Mm-hmm. So I was adopted when I was 10, and I got that one-way ticket. <laughs> um, and so just grew up in Southern California and moved to Texas when I was 16. Okay. And, yes, and so um, that was when I heard about uh, Operation Christmas Child for mm-hmm. the first time, put the pieces together, and realized that this is the project, this is the ministry that literally changed my life. Because I was, I was sitting here thinking, okay, I can hear a kind of a, a different accent here, and now I realize it's probably a little bit of a Texan accent, and I'm thinking uh, that probably didn't come from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I get people confused so often, especially when I'm up here. I said yes, sir, to someone the other day, and he looked at me and he said, sir, did you just call me sir? Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that's a beautiful tradition, by the way, that uh, we're missing out here in the Northeast, which is kind of cold and disrespectful at times, so... 
Uh, good for you. Bring bring a few Southerners. We'll rub off on you. <laughs> um, also, what happened in your life is that uh, as you grew up, and um, at some point, um, not that long ago, you uh, got connected uh, now as uh, a little older in your life with Operation Christmas Child again, and you were going to be participating, I believe, in a shoebox distribution. Ah, yes. I actually, when I was 18 years old, so a few years ago, I went on a distribution trip, and that was when I really, truly felt like I came full circle because (laughs) I got to be the person handing a gift to a child that I once was. Uh, So talk about about some power in that. It was incredible. And and where were you on this mission trip? Well, we were island hopping in Panama. I'm uh, I couldn't even tell mm-hmm. you the names of those but it was islands, Panama. but yes. Um, how did you feel as um, you you hinted at it? But how did you feel as you were participating and handing out these boxes? It was just I, I felt really thankful. I guess mm-hmm. that what are the chances that I would be? It's not a chance, you know. God has a way. That's God right. has. Um, a story god it's 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 his way of mm. showing us his love and so i it just made me really really thankful and at the same time appreciative and just be able to pour out to those kids because i know i know what they're going through and mm-hmm. the tough times that they're facing well i'm looking at the clock here i see we have uh, just several minutes to uh, wrap up our discussion today uh, Sue, I'd like to go back to you for just a minute, and uh, maybe you can remind us what's coming up just a week from today. You're putting on, or the church is putting on, a packing party of shoeboxes. Tell us more about that event. That's right. And in one week from now, Saturday, October 27th, our first annual packing party at Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern. And we have a um, churchwide goal of 75 boxes. We're hoping um, that we will exceed that, and maybe some of our listeners would be willing to uh, drop by and bring some things for a shoebox and come and enjoy the fellowship with other believers. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have their packing parties going on all over Orange County. We have one coming up at Goodwill Church on November 13th. So we have several churches that uh, are you know, doing these things throughout the next month. Um, our goal for Orange County is 8,500 shoeboxes. It represents about um, a 500-box increase over last year. And um, we have three drop-off centers, one at Goodwill Church in um, Montgomery, mm-hmm. one at the um, Christian Faith Fellowship Family Church in Middletown, mm-hmm. and the other one is at First Assemblies of God in Port Jervis. Mm-hmm. So... Um, People in Orange County can pack their boxes on their own and drop them off at one of these sites. And um, we also have a Facebook page if anybody would like oh, to there you go. Yes. Um, join in and uh, see the local events that are going on. And that would be facebook.com backslash OCC Orange County NY. Okay, OCC Orange County NY. Got it. That's right. If a person is tuned in today, and maybe they're an Internet listener, possibly even in the Albany area, mm-hmm. um, what kind of contact information do we have for, for that person? 
uh, up there. Yeah, um, people can always look on our website, which is www.samaritanspurse.org, and they can um, access any regional office uh, from there. They can also learn about the ministry from there, too. We have a lot of stories and videos and information. Uh, This year, Collection Week will be November 12th through the 19th, uh, and that's when boxes are dropped off. So any time from now until then, as Susan said, there's wonderful sales going on. Uh, anybody can pack a shoebox, and I would invite you to do that, to pack more than one, because yes. as we heard today, there's many children out there wanting to know that they're loved. Oh, and amen. Jesus loves them all. That's right. And this year, um, I don't know if you mentioned it, Alan, but this year Operation Christmas Child is hoping and praying to reach our 100 millionth child with a shoebox. That's great. That's beautiful. It'll be our 20th anniversary next year. Now, uh, Sue, if someone wants to participate in the Orange County area, is there a phone number they could call? Um, They can call me. I'll give you, um, this is my cell phone. It's area code 845-781-0870, and they can get in touch with me if they just want to know more about packing a box or if they would like to know about volunteer opportunities in our area. Very good. Again, that number, 845-781-0870. Well, I see we're at the end of the show today. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me. Uh, in, in the Yes, in the studio today has been Ellen Sletsky, uh, Oksana Nelson, and on the phone line, Sue Croston. And thank you so much. It's been a delight. And uh, this is a plain answer today. We've been talking about missions, and we drilled down to a particular opportunity, namely that of Operation Christmas Child. A quick reminder to join us next week at this same time for another edition of A Plain Answer. So open my eyes and open my heart and grant me the gift of your grieving and awaken in me the compassion to weep just one of the tears of the world so comes the call of this sorrowful man to set our small sadness Aside to come now and follow, no matter the cost, to follow him boldly and wait in the time. So open my eyes and open my heart and grant me the gift of your grieving and awaken in me the compassion to weep just one of the tears of the world just one of the tears of the world Oh,